You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. Ah, thank you for tuning in to this edition of 757 Saturday Sports Talk, the last one for April 2023 here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, brought to you each and every week by Larry King Law. If you're injured in an accident, you know who to call at 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D for Larry King. I am Matt Hatfield. we got the coach Ed Young back in studio today. we got Dino Franza here with us today as he's rocking his Bears gear. They didn't get the first overall pick, but they traded down, and uh, Chicago watched not only... Bryce Young get picked first, Dino, but also you guys passed up on Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle, who could have come to you at nine there. Dealt down with the Eagles. Uh, they end up getting a couple of Georgia Bulldogs defenders. But as maybe odd and strange to figure out the Bears draft was, it probably wasn't even as strange as my Cardinals draft because I don't know what they're doing. I'm not sure they know what they're doing. Well, they had that trade uh, last night. Yeah, they, they're all over the place with what they're doing in the draft. But I tell you who did do well. Ed's Raiders got Michael Mayer to tight end from Notre Dame, who was a steal in the second round. Good morning, Coach Young. Are you feeling a lot better after last week's rant where my phone blew up for literally an hour after you just went off the rails about high school athletes potentially being allowed uh, NIL opportunities? And I'm sure we'll revisit that conversation later on in the show with one of our guests. But uh, have you gotten some sleep, some rest, and cooled down? Have you calmed down? Are you okay today? Ah, good morning to all. Good morning to all. The coach greets all. I, um, yeah, I've got some rest over the weekend. I'm not, good. Uh, I mean, over the week, for the weekend, but. Um, Your blood pressure shot up last week. We no, thought you I were going to have, was, like, some blood vessels burst. Dino, you know, you missed a classic rant. I mean, it was, it was an all-timer. What was the rant about? It was about literally a story in the Inside Nova that the Virginia High School League is going to allow, potentially here coming up, uh, high school athletes, they're on the verge of profiting from NIL deals. Mm. And we read this entire story. I had to send it to you. And Ed just emptied the bucket. And I think he called out uh, a lot of people, not by name and individually specifically, but he uh, he said some things that Rister and I looked at each other like, he's, you know, we're hoping he's going to be all right. You know, he was sweating and we couldn't even see him. He was sweating. You could tell. You could just feel the sweat and the, the veins popping from through your radio. Preposterous, Dino. We, they now, the Virginia High School League has voted what? Unanimously? Be careful to, what you say. We, we might get to, banned from state tournament events if you say something yeah. too bad. Um, the thing about it is. And I, feed your dog. Your, your dog keeps yeah, barking. I mean, I mean feed him. My um, gracious. I don't want to go into a rant right yeah, now. Yeah, no. There's no need. Because I've got one coming up. I've got one coming up about something entirely different. I'm not going have on any in the world idea of sports. Why you, why NFL you want to draft. Rant. You can talk about high school sports. You can dial us at 757-687-9494. The Kentucky Derby's around the corner. you got the hockey playoffs, too. Boy, Boston Bruins in some trouble, Dino. they got a Game 7 coming up. They're going to be tight as a drum. That is, ooh. Yeah, after the season they had, anything short of a Stanley Cup is, is going to be a big disappointment. And how about the uh, Maple Leafs? Got to go up against Veseleski. You got uh, And they've lost, what, 13 straight closeout games now? they got a Game 6 coming up tonight? That's a big one in hockey. Uh, and you do have the NBA playoffs coming up, too. Yeah, I, it's a lot of nice things going on. Uh, backing up, and we'll talk a little, a little bit more about it later, but the Virginia High School League approving 
the possibility of NIL deals for high school players is a joke, period. What haven't approved yet? It's going to get approved. Yeah, it, 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 yeah it's definitely going to be approved. But um, that's a joke. And number two, the draft has been interesting. How about the Philadelphia Bulldogs? I mean, Philadelphia Bulldogs. Doing, oh, okay. New name. I see what you did there. They are doing it. They, they had the best draft so far. I would say there's, you know, they're up there. I think there's four or five teams. And, and you know, it's, it's so early and subjective here to be, we're, we're getting out report card grades and we don't even know how this is. Five, ten years from now, you're visiting, we laugh at what we gave a team an A or a C minus. But I think the early feeling is they did very well. The Patriots, as many people loathe them, they got a great steal in Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, defensive back. Uh, Belichick and them know how to work the draft. The Steelers did well. They got Joey Porter Jr. Yes, first pick yes, in the second field, round. And he yes. was a first-round grade guy. Uh, I think Seattle did well. They're a division rival of my Cardinals, but they go up there and they get not only uh, Devon Weatherspoon, the defensive back from Illinois, but they get Jackson Smith and Jigba. If he's healthy from Ohio State, the wide receiver, he put on a show a couple seasons ago in the Rose Bowl against uh, Utah. If he's healthy, he could be like a Jamar Chase type of impact receiver, which is big, big, big time. Not totally sure what my cards, Dino's Bears, are doing, or even the Detroit Lions. They get a guy at 12, the running back from Alabama, who they could have got that at 18. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was very strange. That was really odd. And I will say this. I think it's cool to have former players, like, say, an Alan Fanica, who was recently coaching Cox High School football team, not anymore, Tyler Noe, who just took over for Fanica, uh, get up there, former players of a team, announce the pick. But some of the, you know... The, the pomp and circumstance and things that go with the draft. Now, it's, they're milking it too long. I mean, that thing didn't end of the night till midnight. It's just, I, literally, the Celtics-Hawks second quarter was underway before they got the second pick announced in the draft. I mean, it's taken a little bit too long. I mean, they're milking this thing for, people are into it. they got entertainment. they got a good crowd in Kansas City. But, like, an, you know, you don't have to build it up more than what it is. It's just announce the pick, move on. We don't have to, you know, thank every person in America and kiss every person and throw bouquets of flowers. It's a little much. That's not my rant, by the way. My rant's coming up. Go ahead, Ed. The great thing the NFL did was the um, tribute to the three uh, Virginia players that were shot. Yes, no question about it. I mean, that was awesome that they they did that and acknowledged uh, those families and those lives that we lost, unfortunately. And speaking of Virginia, we will have – some more sound from last week's Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. We've given you wall-to-wall coverage here on 94.1. Uh, from that, with uh, Will Driscoll coming on a couple weeks ago, you heard from some of the interview guests. You'll hear some more in the weeks to come. We'll sprinkle in some that you might have missed when I filled in on the Tim Donnelly Show a couple Fridays ago. But you'll hear from uh, Sean Moore, who we caught up with last Saturday night, as well as D'Angelo Hall, and a couple of D'Angelo Hall's coaches. You'd love to hear the high school coach's perspective, Ed. We'll hear from David Cox, who was his head football coach, and assistant coach Jamie, Jamie Frazier. Well, a lot like your buddy, uh, Coach Oscar Smith, Scott Burnett. Those assistant coaches are the ones that give you the real scoop, the behind-the-scenes story about the, at the guys and the gals that uh, play these high school sports and tell you what they're like. So we caught up with them for a few minutes on induction night last week. It was a good turnout for that. I was there. I braved the uh, thunderstorms and went out there and uh, saw that. It was a great uh, event. So always love that. But uh, everything else going peachy in your world, Edward? Everything is, is tremendous. Um, no need to get riled up and messed up. Um, NBA playoffs are, well, no, no, Milwaukee. Can somebody explain to me what happened to Milwaukee? Other than you, you want me to explain what happened to Milwaukee? You want me to explain to you what happened to Milwaukee? Mike Budenholzer is what happened to Milwaukee. I know you want to protect. Blame it on the coach. I want to. You want to protect every coach in America. You want to protect every coach, coach. not just the high school coaches, the college coaches, like your buddy Rick Barnes, the pro coaches. Let me tell you something, Dino. You know ESPN, you got the app. They have the little thing of the percentage you can win the ball game, like 96%, 92%. Right. right. The Bucks literally lost two games to an undermanned 
Miami Heat team that was playing for its playoff How life. How undermanned? And the, I'm going to get to it. Let me let me get to it. An undermanned Miami Heat team. Alonzo Mourning from Chesapeake City River High School ain't walking through that door. Dwayne Wade ain't walking through that door. Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, they're not walking through that door. They got Jimmy Butler, who's great, who we'll get to in a second. But this team was down with under four minutes to go against Dino's Chicago Bulls on the Friday night we were at the PIT, the Portsmouth Invitational Tournament. They were playing for their life after losing to the Hawks at home in a play-in game. And Trey Young, as Shaq does the uh-uh, 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 that nonsense on Turner. Well, thank goodness that's over with. Celtics put him out of misery. But anyhow, they were losing that game. And they get out of the play-in. I know Giannis gets hurt in game one. Bucks thump him without Giannis, the Greek freak in game two. A two-time league MVP, a finals MVP. Dino, ESPN in game number four and game number five, Milwaukee had a 98.3% chance to win. Game number five, a 98.9% chance to win. They were up 16 in both games with 619 to go in game number four in Miami, down two games to one. Giannis is back, by the way. Brooke Lopez, runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year, playing a game of his life, and he's had some good games. Runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year, blocking shots, hitting shots. They're up 12 with 6.09 to go. What does Budenholzer, the great Nostradamus of basketball, do? He lets the Heat rattle off 13 unanswered points and waits until that lead goes from 12 to down one to burn his first timeout. Whoops, timeout, we need to talk it over, and they lose the game. 119 to 114. Now, Jimmy Buckets was fabulous. Yes, he was. 56 points, 19 of 28 from the floor, nine rebounds, had a couple of assists, too, by the way, a couple helpers in 41 minutes. So you lose that game. All right, Bood, Coach Bood, Coach Bud, I'll give you a pass. It's three to one. You can rally from three to one. We've seen it before. Years ago, the Pistons were down three to one with Chauncey Billups against Doc Rivers and the Magic. Doc knows how to blow three one leads, by the way. That could happen coming up with the Sixers and Celtics. We'll get to that later. Game number five, in your building, playing for your life. You're up 16 with 10.52 to go at home. Giannis in the midst of a 38-point, 20-rebound game. I know he missed some free throws. I know he's been getting ripped for his post-game comments, which I think were actually good. All right. By the 211 mark, literally, we're talking 8 minutes and 41 seconds, Ed. It went from up 16 to we're tied at 111 apiece. What what happened? What had happened here? Even after choking that away and gagging with Coach Bud, they literally get up four with 14 seconds to go. And what do they do? They let Gabe Vincent dribble down the court and splash a three. Didn't think to foul him and play the foul game. You can't do that with the way they shoot free throws. And at the end of regulation, they take Brooke Lopez off the floor. You don't have Giannis or Lopez to guard the rim. You know what Bud said after the game? Well, I was afraid we'd get beat by a three. Well, you were afraid to lose on a three, but not lose in overtime. You weren't afraid of that. You certainly weren't afraid up 16 the last two games that you've just gagged it away. And this is the same guy, by the way, in Budenholzer. Hold on, hold on. You know, I think we need a timeout. You have any no, mind no timeout? No timeout. We're, we're going to go with Bud Budenholzer's method. We're not using timeouts. We're not using timeouts. We're not using timeouts. Yeah, Budenholzer would use them. Yeah, why not? He wouldn't call a timeout. I'll be done shortly. Bear with me here. It is seven five seven Saturday Sports I'm, Talk. Hold on. I'm, I would call the timeout. No, I'm yeah, yeah, you would. You would because you're a better coach than this guy. I mean, listen, I, I go, about that, I go get, I go get an eight year old in the street better than this guy. Anyhow, so and and by the way, talk about not using timeouts. This guy. He threw one away in the first quarter because he was so desperate on the first foul by Giannis, he wanted to challenge it. First quarter of the game. What are you doing? Challenging it in the first quarter? How desperate are you? I mean, they could have needed that down the stretch, wink, wink. And by the way, Spolstra, who's a great coach, a great coach, and deserves a ton of credit, he used his challenge and got it back late. So anyways, 
Back to Budenholzer, though. They then, at the end of the game, don't have Lopez to cover the rim. And Butler runs the circle around Drew Holiday, who couldn't cover him the whole series. I mean, he's a great defender. Couldn't cover him the whole series. And gets the basket to go to OT. Now, this is a guy that didn't play Wesley Matthews for about three games in the series. Hits a key shot late. They play him here. Jay Crowder, who they gave up five second-round picks for. They don't use him in a series hardly at all, even though he played for Phoenix in the finals against these same Bucks when they won the championship. Thank goodness Chris Paul fell apart and self-destructed like he tends to do late in the playoffs. Great player, but he, he kind of crumbles and gets tired late. But you got a timeout left at the end of regulation with .5 seconds. Tie game, and you don't use it. You can advance the ball in the NBA. This ain't college hoops. This ain't Rick Barnes on a Tuesday night in January against Vanderbilt. This ain't Roy Williams Old Roy, who brings his timeout homes on a Monday night in February at Wake Forest. Advance the ball, get a shot off. And then, by the way, they battle back from down seven in the overtime. Mind you, Bam Adebayo fouls out. Kyle Lowry fouls out. Kevin Love, I think the Cavs would like to have him, by the way, he fouls out in the overtime. After Cody Zeller gets an uncontested dunk, Cody Zeller, who Ed couldn't have him start for his team right about now, okay? I would take him. No, you wouldn't. They're down two. They battle back from down seven. Vincent misses a three. 9.1 seconds to go, Dino. You got a chance to win this game. You got two timeouts. You going to use one? No. We're going to let Dookie great Grayson Allen dribble out the clock and not even get a floater off. Are you kidding me? You don't use one timeout and you let Allen dribble the clock off and you can't get a shot off? This is the NBA for crying out loud. You know what it stands for? No bozos allowed. Get out. Fire him now. He should be gone. How this guy has a job is a travesty. Travesty. Wow. That and by was, the way. That was a good rant. Two years for $16 million left on his contract. Get him out of there. Eat it. Because this team is lost now with him coaching. I tell you what. If you were a fan in Wisconsin this week, it, it was an awful week. Oh, yeah. Stay, Rogers? stay away from windows and high-rise Ooh. buildings. How'd the Brewers do? Uh, well, the Brewers, I guess, are doing all right. Looking uh, up at the Pirates in first place. Yeah. Well, that's a surprise in itself. Very much. Uh, playing very well. Nobody saw that coming. But, uh, if yeah, if you're a fan in Wisconsin this week, Aaron Rodgers finally officially goes to the Jets. Then you've got the debacle that you just talked about in yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, seriously, um, I, I know your opinion about Coach Booed or whatever you want to call yeah. him, but uh, uh, is is his job safe or you think he's gone? I think I think he should be gone, but like, the reason I just uh, no, late for you is, is two years, $16 million, and Ed's going to say, well, the guy won a championship. You know what? He, he should thank his lucky stars he won a championship. And you know what it shows you? You don't have to be a genius to win a championship in the NBA these days because that guy is far from it. Case closed. He is good, good, good. people. What did, good, what did good people? Oh, so it's all about having good people. Come on, Ed. That they was a, as Dino said, it was a debacle. Lost. It was a debacle. It was a debacle. It was a joke. They should have never lost. Never. He, he good. They lost he in five, good. Ed. They were know, the first one seed to lose in five to an eight seed. And by the way, those picks, Rister had bucks in four. I had bucks in five. You had bucks in five. And yes, I was the fool, the bozo, that had the bucks over the Nuggets in five for the championship. Shows what I know. Yeah, um, had, I'm glad this. I wasn't here that yeah, week, so I couldn't make Dino, any predictions. Dino, maybe we got to fire the bozo here because he got everything <laughs> wrong on there. Let me tell you, know, you something. It almost sounds like, because I know he, he didn't do it, like, he might have had a few shekels on a game, but I don't think so. Oh, is that was that where you're going with this? Uh, uh, no, I won't say that because... Shekels uh, or no shekels? Shekels or no shekels? You have to admit, they have no reason with Giannis Antetokounmpo. I know he's hurt, still hurt. 
and Middleton, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, to beat a Heat team with one player basically on the court. It's a starter in overtime in a clincher for the playoff series for Miami. And Tyler Hero, their second lead score, I didn't bring that up. He was out. He got hurt in game one. He didn't play in the series, basically. He was done. Victor Oladipo got hurt in the series at home. I mean, the Heat are scraping guys together. They're bringing out Jack Castleberry's twin, Duncan Robinson, on the court. He didn't play in months. you got Kevin Love, who the Cavs, you know, jettisoned, got rid Kevin of him. Love. And he hit some big threes, by the way. You know why? Because Coach Bud never made an adjustment. They didn't guard the three-point line. They were terrible the whole series. Best record in the sport. And this was worse, by the way, than 2007. Dallas as the one seed, losing to Don Nelson in the eighth seed with Baron Davis leading the way. Remember Avery Squeaky Shoes Johnson losing that series to Donnie Nelson. Dirk Nowitzki played bad in that series. He deserves a lot more blame than he gets these days. But this was worse than that because Nelly knew that team. Spolstra, if you put Spolstra, and here's my final point of the argument. I'm done with this. I've emptied the bucket. If you put Spolstra coaching the Bucks, Dino, and you put... Boonholzer coaching the Heat. This series ends in five the other way at the most. It might be a sweep. Case closed. Take, There's take, no take, chance that the Bucks would have lost. Over Booty Boone. Yeah. Oh, you would, but you want to keep you want to keep Boonholzer's job because you own oh, yeah, sixteen million over two job. years. Why do you have guy. to keep his job? Hey, what second best record in the NBA? They're getting worse since winning the title. They've been they've been bouncing the second round and now bouncing the first round. You know what happens next year? They might not even make it to the first round. The rate they're now, going. Now, if you don't make playoffs next year, he's out. Oh, then you want to give him? Yeah, just like the guy in Toronto. How about that, Nick Mays? Nick Mace, talk, Nick Merce. Merce, whatever. Nick Mace, Mace used to coach Ocean Lakes. How about how about the guy? He he wins a title. Did he win a title? He did win a title. And what, he got two? canned. Yeah, he got canned. You think the Bucks? Canned. I would have got, listen, I would have got a, a private jet for Nick Nurse at halftime to come save the day. Fourth quarter. Nick, can you bail him out? I mean, jeez. Yeah, he did get uh he did get canned by the Raptors, but uh quickly found a job afterwards. Right. Oh, oh and by the way, I see the Raptors are asking permission permission to speak to uh, Harmon, the lady. Becky, Har- uh, Becky, Becky Hammond. Hammond will not happen. Will not happen? She will not get this. Why? Are you, are you up for it? She, yeah, I think she can absolutely coach in the NBA, but this is uh, grandstanding. She's, they're just doing it to look good. Okay. She has no Well, let me tell you something. Becky Hammond could have done a much better job than Putin Holzer. <laughs> she would have done it with a, with a blindfold on. I mean, that was, that was a disgrace. So, so Inexcusable, we, unforgettable, and unbelievable. Okay, as we tie this up, because we're getting way behind. Yeah, we are. We... He, Matt is not happy with Boonholzer. What's his name again? Mike Boonholzer. Yeah, Booney guy. Booney That's guy. the whole idea of it. And he, he, should be, he should be fired. He if should you, be fired. If you were the president, the if owner, If Nick Nurse gets gone. fired, how is this guy? Listen, I would have hired Nick Nurse before they got to the locker room. The ink would have been dry. I just said, I would have had Boonholzer's bags ready for him when he got to the locker room. I said, here you go. Your flight leaves in 25 minutes. Catch a cab. Get there. I mean, that was... There was, you know. By the way, speaking of putting shekels down, if you had had the Heat at at uh, five games in a series, you know how much a hundred dollars would have won you fifty five hundred bucks if you had it for the series. Nobody saw that coming. I and gotta, I and they, start becoming a betting guy. They lost two games with a ninety eight point nine percent chance and ninety eight point three percent chance to win in back to back games. They only lost two games with the fourth quarter lead all season, and they lost to a Miami Heat team where. You think it would have been smart to double Jimmy Butler? Hello? The guy burned you for like 95 points the last two games. I'm sorry, 98 points the last two games because he goes 42 points, 17 of 33 with eight boards, four assists, two steals in 46 minutes in an OT comeback where literally, you want to talk about the betting, you couldn't bet on the Bucks in the middle of the fourth quarter because it was locked. Even they said it was done. That's yeah, a let's, joke. Let's break up the Bucks and put Giannis on my Celtics. That's Yeah, your Celtics. Aren't you a Knicks fan too? 
no, I thought Cleveland. I had Cleveland. Look it up. I had Cleveland. Oh, you had Cleveland. Okay. Six. Yeah. You're. 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 I should go on a rant on the Knicks. You're a piece of work. You're a piece of work. And and guess what? When Tom Thibodeau closes them out in six games because he puts Josh Hart on Butler and they make adjustments, then we'll know. We'll know what how bad, just even how more egregious this coaching choke job was by Budenholzer. It's an all timer. He, he might play himself right into the NBA. Listen, as a as a fellow coach, you should be embarrassed that no, he has given no. the coaching professors a bad name the way he coached. I would have done some things definitely different, but then yeah. again, um, he's in the NBA. I'm not. So yeah. I well, maybe you could have done a lot better than him. That's for sure. I think I think I think uh, your assistants, your JV coaches, your managers could have done a better job than this guy. All right, no, I wouldn't We're, put my managers. Let's see, if you agree with Ed and he should, and Putin should keep his job, you can call in at 757-687-9494. If you agree with me that Putin should be can, you can also call in at 757-687-9494. And if you think Matt and I should be can, call in also. And I'm not saying Putin is a bad human being. I'm not saying that he doesn't have the ability to coach. But he was clearly lost in this playoff series. So that's for sure. All right, we're going to take a quick timeout and come back, maybe hit the phone lines and also have some clips coming your way right here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Ed's favorite radio station. What is it? Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Let's get Matt some medicine. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. That's right. We're back. We also have Dino Franza with us as well. I've cooled off. I fanned myself off, thrown some water in my yeah. face. By the way, uh, the the uh, rant and the uh, words and the language used and the uh, he broke something here in the studio. Is that of Matt Hatfield or not? Uh, Priority Auto Sports Radio. Oh, okay. Ed Young you or did, Dino Franza. It was a nice attempt to do the one I did last week where I did the voice of God where these views expressed by Coach Ed Young do not reflect those of Max Media LLC that and 757 rant. Saturday Sports Talk, which is actually the great – it's almost the voice of our g- good guy here at Max Media, Mark Rollison, who is the, who's like the our voice of God that we have. Yeah, he's got a, he's got the great voice, but that's almost my little but imitation that rant of it. reminds me of one when Daddy Hatfield, all right. The, oh, the top Mike hat. Hatfield. Oh, yeah. With the, Mike Hatfield went off. I think when the Spurs lost. Oh, really? Yeah. That was that his rant. But he didn't want Popovich fired. That's for sure. Uh, let's go to the phones at seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Light them up at seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. We got some trivia coming up in a little bit. We'll tell you about that as well. But let's talk to our pal in the northern neck, Demetrius, who I'm sure is giddy. His Knicks are moving on. Demetrius, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning to you and the coach. Good to talk to you guys. All right, hey, Demetrius. I gotta tell you. I have never heard Matt Hatfield so fired up. Good God Almighty. I mean, I don't know what you had or what you didn't have this morning, but woo! I had a shake. I had a mocha <laughs> shake with my uh, health my health and wellness. But uh, I tell you what, I'm I'm sorry, Demetrius. Boonholzer could be a nice guy, but they had no business losing that series in five games. And you know what? It's a gift, I think, to your Knicks because I can't see Thibodeau and New York losing to Miami and Jimmy Butler with the Butlerettes because, listen – this Miami team is not the same team that went seven games with Boston last year. They are battered. They are banged up with no hero, no Oladipo. I just don't see them giving the Knicks. And the way Brunson's been stepping up along with Hart, I think those former Villanova champions will help the Knicks persevere in six or seven. Well, I was going to say this. You know, First of all, uh, just real quick about Milwaukee. They, they never even made a defensive change Correct. or adjustment in that game at all. Correct. I can guarantee you one thing. Thibodeau will make a defensive uh, adjustment. Yes. They don't have a defensive scheme going up against Jimmy Butler. However, 
with the Knicks. I think they have a great opportunity to win this series against the Heat. But my question mark is, is Randall. Because the last couple of games, this guy looks like he doesn't want to play. So I don't know what's going on with him. And you can't just depend on Brunson to get this job done for the Knicks. Well, that's a good point, Demetrius. But look at what Thibodeau has done. Go back to that game number four last Sunday where he sat Randall in what was a tight game. They blew a big lead. New York recovered thanks to the shot making of not just Brunson, but R.J. Barrett, who's a lot feast famine. He can be up and down. And Mitchell Robinson has given them a presence on the interior, hitting the offensive and defensive glass. Milwaukee was the number one rebounding team in the sport, led by, obviously, Giannis and Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis. But they never utilized that strength in the paint against the Heat, who basically lean on Bam Adebayo inside, and that's about it. I mean, Cody Zeller, let's be honest, he's a bit player. I think the Knicks will be able to control the paint enough to offset when Butler does get going and get hot, and they won't let Butler beat him for 40-plus on multiple occasions. Right, and I'll say this and get off and give somebody else a chance. And the other thing is their defense will will make the difference. I'll say this and get off. I want to get your thoughts because, to me, Donovan Mitchell just looked like a basic player. He didn't look like no superstar to me. And I'll hang up and uh, let you guys hey, Hold up, Demetrius, before you hold up, what do you think about uh, yeah. our Yankees with Aaron Boone? I know at times in the past you were ready to fire that dude. Uh, are we he's not make- as bad as Bud. He might be bad, but he's no Bud, that's for sure. You know, I, sometimes I just don't understand the moves that, that Boone makes. I, I really don't. And it's, 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 it's irritating. You know, I think, you know, if you had to grade him, I would give him a C. I mean, but he makes moves that sometimes I just don't understand. Yankees better get their act together. I can tell you that right now. There's, they're not playing as well as I thought they should be playing well. I mean, Volpe, he's coming along as a, as a youngster. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned about the Yankees right now. I am, I'm a little bit, too. I know it's early, and I don't think the Rays will Thank stay you, up there. Um, but anyways, I, I do think they should be doing better what they are. Here comes the doggone injuries again. I'd worry about the say the health, the, the pitching depth, even into the bullpen, not just the rotation. You know, you got to figure out what they're doing with Hicks and Donaldson, that whole uh, mess, and now Judge is dinged up. But you're looking up at not just the Blue Jays, uh, Rissers, Orioles, who have all those young, Orioles great prospects with Mountcastle, Rushman, and others that we've watched with the Tides here locally. And Tampa Bay, who remains red hot at 22-5 and with Nans Minerva alum Brandon Lau continuing to scorch the ball. He is had, And by the way, we're going to have something that has a little local flavor and twist to it coming up with our trivia in just a moment. But uh, back on the basketball for a second before we reset and uh, change gears a little bit. And phone lines remain open at 757-687-9494. Anything you want to talk about in the world of sports, be it high school, be it local sports, college sports, the NFL draft, baseball, the NBA and hockey playoffs, 757-687-9494. On the other couple of series we haven't hit on, and he brought up an interesting point on Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell, the Knicks sort of took his heart to an extent. Darius Garland had to step up for them to win, and he did it at times. But Mitchell, his game regressed later in that series. I think his confidence got shaken by the Knicks' defense. And uh, some of these young teams have stepped to the forefront. We watched the Kings last night, 118-99, to win at Golden State to force a Game 7. Malik Monk, 28 points. You think Michael Jordan wishes he hadn't got rid of him in Charlotte, by the way? Uh, yeah, maybe. And De'Aaron Fox, who's been splendid all series with 26 points, 11 assists. I wasn't stunned that they won, Ed, because they had a 25-16 and record regular season on the road, best in the West. But I was stunned they beat him by 19. And I was not stunned that the Lakers beat the Grizzlies, but I was stunned by these two things. It was about by 40 points, number one. And number two, how about this stat, guys? The Grizzlies now have lost 25 straight games as a road underdog. Dating back to two seasons ago, they were 0-18 this season as a road underdog. So, Dino, do not pick the Grizzlies for your Dino's dogs. They are not winning games as a road dog. Not happening. That is incredible. Incredible. What a, what a, uh, a bad luck streak there.
So they know they're not supposed to win, and they youth. resemble that. Youth and a coach who's also a little shaky in Taylor Jenkins. He's not bootenholes are bad. He's not Spolstra Thibodeau good. He's no, probably in the middle. A little bit in the middle, Taylor Jenkins. I'd put him in the middle. A little dicey. They got some young guys who open their traps. I blame the players more than the coach there with, with John Morant running his trap, especially Dylan Brooks, who don't shut his mouth at all. Know, he never Brooks shuts is, up. Yeah, I mean, you don't poke point. LeBron James in the bear there. You don't do that. And uh, the Golden State Game 7 at Sacramento, did they win it? What do you think? I think they will. I Close. Think, I think Golden State does, but I'm hesitant. You're hesitant. I think, I think the Heat beat the Knicks in seven. Heat but beat I the Knicks in seven. Really? You're going Miami. Yeah, I'm not going to put wow. the shekels up. But I think the Heat Wow. Beat, I do. I think the Heat beat the Knicks. The Knicks, you know, Randall's an issue with them. I, of course, I picked Cleveland to beat them, so that was a disaster. I kind of leaned. I think the, the Heat can get it together. Ed's finals pick for those wondering, he had Boston or Phoenix in seven, which I imagine you're still sticking with. I'm going to stay with that. If it's not Phoenix, it'll be Denver. If it's not Boston, it'll be Philly. I thought it would be Milwaukee, but that's probably going to be Philly now. Yeah, well, that's pretty conventional wisdom and logic there. All right, we were at the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame last week, and we've got some sound coming up. Yeah, that's some good, great stuff with the um, Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. I haven't listened to it uh, when you were back there, but uh, Matt was there, and he caught up with Jamie Frazier, the former Deep Creek assistant football coach, uh, to chat about D'Angelo Hall, one of the best D-backs to play in the sport, going, who's going into the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. Let's give it a listen now on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, here with Jamie Frazier, longtime assistant football coach in the area, specifically at Deep Creek during the heyday for the Hornets and Purple Thunder when they had guys like James Anderson, Daryl Tapp, and D'Angelo Halls. So we're here on Virginia Sports Hall of Fame induction night where D. Hall's going in. Uh, coach Frazier, it's got to be a thrill for you and David Cox and the whole staff to see Deep Creek get honored like this. Well, it really is a special night, and, you know, Dan's was, not only he's a great player, he's a great guy, he's a good human being, and we really enjoyed being around him, and back in those days when we were winning, they could make any coach look good. They were outstanding young men, we really enjoyed working with them, Then we're very blessed and fortunate. I know people always say, wow, how did that team not win a state championship? They were so close with Chris Crocker, and, you know, even back to Deion Dyer, D'Angelo, but you guys had some great times in those games in the Southeast District where wars... And really, it had to be just a time of life as a coach, wasn't it? Yeah, but you got to realize back then, only the top four teams went to the playoffs. It was very competitive. You go, you can go nine and one and sit home, and people didn't realize that back then. Now we got teams that are five and five going to the playoffs. But you know, every game was like a playoff game. When you think about, it. and back then the Southeast District was a little more balanced. There were a lot of good teams back in the day. It wasn't just a one team league like it pretty much is now to a certain degree. To a certain degree, but I'm, I don't want to get in trouble by saying that. But but um, we, um, like I said, every week we want to get some great teams. You know, Lou Johnson, his coach staff, has some great teams over there at Western Branch. And, you know, Calac Harris has some good football teams at Indian River. And, you know, week in and week out, you, you knew you were going to get some solid coach staff. You knew you were going to get some talented players. You had to be ready. You just had to be ready every week. When you first saw D'Angelo, did you know instantly he could be a special NFL guy? Or was there a moment that sticks out back when you were there? Back in his sophomore year, that's when he stood out the most. His freshman year, he was kind of like caught in the shuffle with the you know, JV football and everything. When I saw him, I remember one time one of our quarterbacks threw a ball to him. He had the best hands I've ever seen on anybody. He, he caught literally by the tip of the palm of his hand and just snuck it in. That ball was hard, was thrown pretty hard. And I knew right then that the way he moved and everything, I knew 
Yeah, there might be a possibility he could be something special. Yeah. As you watched his career unfold, Virginia Tech, then the NFL with the Falcons, and obviously with Washington, anything surprise you about it? No, not at all. I I knew when he left Virginia Tech, I was hoping he would stay another year of Virginia Tech because I really thought Virginia Tech might have a chance to win a national championship with him there. As you, I don't know if people remember, but when they played USC, that's the year USC won the national championship, and they played Virginia Tech in the FedEx Bowl. And... I really think if he was part of that team, they might have won that game. And, I, you know, that's how much of an impact player D'Angelo is. But, yeah, I'm not surprised at all he had the kind of career he had. One thing I love about D'Angelo is desire to prepare. All the players we coached, he always watched film by himself. He was always ready to go. He was almost like having to coach in the field to a certain degree. That sometimes sets the good from the greater part, doesn't it, when they're kind of self-taught, self-motivated, and they can go about it themselves, even though they'll take coaches and be receptive to it. They can kind of get themselves geared up for those big moments. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, you know, you get a guy like that, he's worth his weight in gold. He's, you know, you take D'Angelo Hall and put him on any high school football team, he's probably worth at least three victories for you. That's how much of an impact player he is. And his willingness to prepare and everything was just amazing. I was really impressed with that. And lastly, I was joking with him. I said, as uh, you see Jamie Frazier, David Cox from your coaches here, now you're going to the coaching venture here with the Carolina Panthers. Your thought on what kind of coach you'll end up being? Well, I told D'Angelo, man, I'm very, I'm so glad you got into coaching because you're going to find out what it's like now. <laughs> I was joking with about, but you know, we need good men and coaches regardless of what level they are. We need them, especially in the high school and college level and the NFL. And I think he's going to have a fantastic career. I really think he's going to do well for himself. Well, thank you so much for a few minutes for a minute and all the best. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. So that was Jamie Frazier, the longtime Deep Creek assistant football coach who we caught up with last week at the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame induction night in Town Center as D'Angelo Hall, the former Deep Creek legend and Virginia Tech Hokie great who played in the NFL for many years, obviously the Atlanta Falcons in Washington. And uh, he went in the Hall of Fame. You'll hear later on the show from D'Angelo Hall, as well as David Cox, who was the head coach of the Hornets, coming up here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk, brought to you by Larry King Law here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. But, Ed, the thing that really jumps out at me is we the 757 breeds athletes, Breeds dogs, as, pe- as, the, as the players like to say these days. We got dogs all over the field. Woof, woof. One of them cats going meow, meow. We want dogs. Woof, woofing. But <laughs> as you start to, you know what I'm talking about? That's the Coastal Carolina guy that coached yeah. us today. Yeah. Yep. But look at all these guys that have come out of the 757 who are now coaching in the NFL. You got D'Angelo Hall with the Panthers. You got Dre Bly, whose son, by the way, Jordan plays at Old Dominion. Dre was coaching at UNC recently, the Western Branch great, who now is a Defensive backs coach, corners coach with the Detroit Lions. You got Allen Williams, by the way, who, who's your good buddy. He's still D coordinator with the, is it Detroit? Is that correct? As you nod your head, or are you not no, sure? He, Where's he at? Where's no, Allen Williams at? Uh, we'll get back to that in a second. Bears. He's, with the Bear? uh, he's with the Bears. Yeah, he's with the Bears. You got Ronald Curry, who turned down opportunities to go elsewhere. He's staying with the Saints as their QB's coach and passing game coordinator with New Orleans Saints, the Hampton High legendary quarterback who still holds numerous state records. And you also have Gerard Mayo, former Kickatan great, linebackers coach for the Patriots. So that's like four players from our area that are assistant coaches in the NFL. It's pretty pretty remarkable. How many area coaches can say they've got that? That's true, too. And those guys were tremendous players. And one of them will become a head coach one day. I think the first of those four that will will be Mayo, if I had to make a prediction. Yeah, I think he's on the track. His name has been mentioned for opportunities. I think he is going to be a head coach one day in the very near future. All right, we'll take a timeout. Phone lines remain open at 757-687-9494. And get those finger-dialing fingers, uh, those dialing fingers ready. Finger-dialing fingers. Yeah, get those finger-dialing fingers ready. F- finger-licking good is what they are. No, uh, get the fingers ready because we've got some trivia for a gift certificate for next week's 
Virginia Beach Sports Card Comic Book and Collectibles Expo. It's going to be at the Virginia Beach Fieldhouse, May the 6th. We'll be talking with Russell Savage later on in the show about that. They've got coming there Sam Allen, Sid Bream, Dwight Dot Gooden, Chris Samuels, who played for Washington as an offensive lineman. Bill Madlock, remember him from the Pirates? Bill Great Madlock, hitter. yeah. Mike Nelms, who played with Washington, as well as Taylor Heineke, the ODU legend, will be signing autographs next week. Give you a chance to get you a free gift certificate for next week's show with trivia coming up right here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk. It's 94.1. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. Welcome to, as the voice says, 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio. On the last segment, you got a chance to hear from Longtime Deep Creek assistant coach Jamie Frazier. And now we're going to hear from longtime Hornets head coach David Cox, who caught up with our own Matt Hatfield here to talk about D'Angelo Hall going into the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame last week. Let's give it a listen here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here we are with the former Deep Creek head football coach David Cox on the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame induction night. D'Angelo Hall, the latest from Purple Thunder and the Hornets to go into the hall. Well, uh, Coach Cox, I know you hung up the whistle a few years back, but it's got to be a real neat thrill and honor to see D'Angelo get this call to the hall. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, he's deserved everything. And, and, you know, it's just so so neat to see these guys at their age, you know, he won't want to talk about that, but it's 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 a compliment. So, and he earned everything through Tech and Deep Creek or you know, Redskins. So, that's cool. As you see these kids that you coached now become grown men and in the world, changing lives. And now he's going into coaching. What's it do to you as you watch this unfold? And he's not the only one because you've had James Anderson and Daryl Tatt, the list of pros that came through your program. No, nah, it's a, it's a, it's. I enjoy it more now. I mean, obviously. But it's uh, Is it because when you were in it, you were in the in the grind of it, you couldn't really enjoy it and soak it up. Uh, it's a compliment uh, what we did, and hopefully those guys appreciate it. But we uh, we push them at every opportunity we could, and they accepted it. And, and I, if it has something to do with how successful they are, then God bless. You know, so I mean, they were they were good guys, you know, willing to do whatever. What made D'Angelo so special on the field and off the field from your eyes? Well, <laughs> nothing I had to do with it. <laughs> he was, was a uh, talented cat from the get-go, as many of them were. Did you know it right away? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, some things you can coach, some things you can't. And some of the things he had, you can't coach. So hey, you just kind of roll with it and hope you don't mess them up. And off the field, pretty much model citizen, high character, all the things, boxes were checked? Uh, his mother was good as gold, and uh, she she took care of his, you know, her son. And, you know, I couldn't say more about Miss Hall, but, you know, as well as any of the other parents that the kids came through there that did very well. They, you know, we had, we had good people when we got them. And lastly, what do you hope the people around the Tidewater area take away from a night like this, the Hall of Fame, D'Angelo Hall going in, and what all you did at Deep Creek and, and the whole community and program? Yeah, well, these guys put their work in, man. I mean, it's not, you know, it wasn't just handed to them. You know, and these cats, you know, nowadays, man, you just got to be willing to get in there, grind it out every day, and if your athletic ability takes you where it's meant to be, then that's where you go. Thank you so much. All the best. Yeah, man. Thank you. 
That was David Cox, head football coach for many years at Deep Creek. Now they're led by Andre Twine, but Coach Cox was talking about D'Angelo Hall, who you'll hear from coming up in just a little bit here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 among the nine inductees last week into the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. You'll also hear from Sean Moore, UVA quarterback, fame, Martinsville product as well here on the program. So there you have it. All kinds of cats and dogs and wolfing and meowing, Ed. And we're about ready for trivia. Are you ready? Trivia, baby. Let's do some trivia. Let's see if I know this answer. What do you think the question is? Do you, do you want to take a stab at who this? Who hired Mike? Uh, what's his last name? <laughs> no, it's not who hired Mike Budenholzer. You're you're a smart. <laughs> you're a wise guy. You know that. You know I'm gonna go Joe Pesci on you. You're a wise guy. You know you're funny how funny how like I make you. That would be a great question. Do I amuse you? Yeah, you make me laugh. Amuse. Don't amuse Ed. Don't yeah, assume amuse. But who hired him? I, I don't know. That person should be fired, too. See, that's what I'm freaking you to <laughs> That person should be gone. Bye-bye. Adios. Arrivederci. All right. Well, next week is that Virginia Beach Sports Card Comic Book and Collectibles Expo, and he's been giving out neat prizes with us. He's been on with us a few different times. We'll have him on the next hour after we talk with Jim Hammond, longtime college basketball coach turned professor at Shawan University. But light him up at 757-687-9494 because you can win a $50 gift certificate for the autographed guest lineup, which includes Dwight, Doc Gooden, Chris Samuels, Mike Nelms, Bill Madlock, Sid Bream, Sam Allen of the great Negro Leaf fame, and Taylor Heineke, the ODU legendary quarterback who played most recently with Washington, now with Atlanta. He'll be in town next Saturday at the Fieldhouse. The show is from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. over 175 vendor tables featuring sports cards, collectibles, and so much good stuff. We want to know, and there's five people that have done this, so you just have to guess one of the five, and we'll put them on with you live here at 757-687-9494. Since the year 2000, 23 years ago, there have been five Major League Baseball players to record 10 RBIs, that's 10 runs batted in, in a single game. Just name for us one of them at 757-687-9494, and you will win a gift certificate. There have been five players since 2000 to drive in 10 runs in a single Major League Baseball game. We just want to know one of those five players at 757-687-9494. And perhaps one of those local players... And one of those players is a local player. Perhaps one of them is not. I'm sure not all five are, but maybe one of those five is a local guy. And you cannot take guesses and give it away, Ed. I don't even know if you know the answer, but 757-687-9494. We'll get you in here. It just happened recently. Did it really? I'm not mistaken. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? I can't look it up because then I'll find the answer. I got an are idea. Are you Googling it? I want to see how fast it is to Google, by the way. 10 RBIs in a game. You sure about that? You sure about that? We got someone on the line. Do you know who we got? Uh, we do. Uh, well, our first uh, one here is Brent. We'll see if he has the answer. Brent, where are you calling from, Brent? Hi. How are you, Hello, Brent? Virginia Beach. Brent, thank so you for calling thing. in. All right, good deal. You sound excited. Do you do you have the answer for us? Yeah, David Ortiz. David Big Poppy Ortiz is not one of the five oh. players. But we appreciate you calling okay. in and taking a stab at it. Thank, thank you, you so sir. much. Yeah, appreciate it. Great. Big yeah. Poppy was Great. not one. Was he going to be? Did you think that was right, Ed, or no? no. You didn't think it was Poppy. Didn't have 10 ribbies in a game. Unless he's playing your Yankees in a playoff game. Ooh, that was deep. Hitting them out of the park. 2004, ring a bell? I hate to bring up sore subjects. No, I don't. I love bringing up sore subjects for you. What's our next contestant here, Tino? Our next contestant, he's making a return on the show. It's uh, Demetrius. Oh, Demetrius wants this gift certificate. Demetrius, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I think one of them has to be Manny Machado. Oh, that's a great guess, Demetrius. And I was I was thinking you'd guess a Yankee because one of these five might be a Yankee, but Machado is not correct. Thank you for playing, my man. Appreciate you. Take, actually, I, I brought this up to somebody who's not uh, eligible for this contest yesterday, and I gave that person the answers. 
And their second guess was Machado as well. So how about then that ironic that, that person's second guess? We know this person because he's one of our on our list. Oh, look at it. You've Googled us. No, don't do that, Ed. No, no. Don't say this over there. Get close to the mic. I can't said the mic. I know one of them, and, and I'm, I just looked right. at it. Who's and I'm our right. next one, Dino? Don't give it away, Ed. I got it. Well, we'll see if third time's the charm. Here, here is Jarrett. Jarrett, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing great. What kind of fan are you? What's your team? Uh, I like the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. that's What about football. baseball? Base, baseball uh, The Yankees. Uh, Ooh, okay, you Ed likes you, this. and Demetrius likes you, and a lot of listeners in the area do. All right, we want to know, give us one of the five players in the last 23 years to have 10 ribbies in a single major league game. One of them might be a Yankee, one of them might be a 757 guy. Give us a guess. He was definitely a Yankee. How about A-Rod? You got it. Congratulations. Third time's a charm, Jerry. Did you know that? I have to look it up. No, I knew it. I remember it like it was yesterday. All right, and you're right. It was April 26, 2005 against the Angels, so congratulations. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you on hold. Dino will take down your information. We're going to have that email certificate or that certificate emailed to you from our man Russell Savage in the coming days, so uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you so much. Outstanding. You got it. That's Jared, who's a winner today, and uh, Russell will be in touch as well. Uh, well, Dino will get his information, and we'll have that certificate sent over to Jared. So third time was a charm. A-Rod had 10 ribbies back in April of 2005. I thought Demetrius would take that guess being a Yankee fan like you. Uh, do you know who the other four people are, Ed, or do you not? No, the, my guess was not A-Rod. Who was your guess? It was um, hard-hitting Mark Witten. Mark Witten? No, no, in the last, no, 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 no. In the last twenty-three years, not all time. No, I'm going all the time. No, that was then. That's you wouldn't be. In, you'd be ineligible. I said since two thousand. I'm, I'm ineligible anyways. Yeah, well, you didn't listen. You didn't follow instructions like you tell your players and your students when you're you're giving them health PE drivers ed instructions and you're on the court giving all those hard drills they have to run through and the the mile and all the stuff they have to do to play basketball for your team. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't listen closely enough there. But no, Mark Witten did do it. He just didn't do it in the last twenty-three years. The, I thought you were about to say Mark Reynolds of First Colonial High School fame in Virginia Beach, who did it. And you know how I know that because the former Diamondback player did it in July of twenty eighteen. He also played for some other teams besides the Diamondbacks, but he did it in July of eighteen versus the Marlins. Scooter Jeanette did it for the Reds against the uh, it was either the Cardinals or Dodgers in two thousand seventeen. And Anthony Rendon did it for the Nats against the Mets in April of 2017, also with 10 ribbies in a game. Garrett Anderson, August 21st, 2007, versus the Bronx Bombers. So how crazy is that? Garrett Anderson, by the way, look at his career. He's not a Hall of Famer. He only got one Hall of Fame vote. But he's in the Hall of Very Good. He had quietly a very, very good career with the Angels and was part of that 2002 team that outlasted the San Francisco Giants in the World Series. So there you have it. The five guys in the last 23 years with 10 ribbies in a single game. Alex Rodriguez, Garrett Anderson, Anthony Rendon, Scooter Jeanette, and the 757's very own Mark Reynolds, who did it in July of 2018. Former FC Patriot. There you have it. So that, that's Those are the uh, five players, and congratulations to our winner. We got another trivia. We actually have another gift ticket giveaway. We won't do trivia later in the show when we have Russell Savage on, as well as Jim Hammond. So there you had it. Well, we heard from uh, David Cox and we heard from Jamie Frazier. So why don't we knock out the trifecta and hear from the guy that went into the Hall of Fame, Ed, who uh, played for the Hornets, right? Yeah, we got to hear from D'Angelo Hall and uh, a great career he has had everywhere he's been. So Matt had a chance to speak with uh, Mr. Hall. Let's see what he says on right here on Priority um, uh-oh. Auto. Uh-oh, I'm going to mess this one up. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Come on now. Well, D'Angelo, first and foremost, congrats on going into the Hall of Fame. Seeing all these folks from Deep Creek in your own hometown, what's it mean to you? Oh, man, it's a tremendous honor. Um, 
you know, just to see the outpouring of love and support. You know, this means so much being from the 757, the state of Virginia, man. We wear that as a badge of, badge of honor. And so, you know, to be mentioned with some of the greats, man, it's, it's truly a blessing. So many memorable moments from your high school, college, and even pro career. What sticks out about your days at Deep Creek? Any specific game or playoff moments or things of that nature? I mean, the thing that probably sticks out the most is the loss, right? You know, the loss in the state championship to a really good Centerville football team. But a team, you know, I think if we played 100 times, we win 99. But, you know, I think it propelled me to, you know, to take the next steps, you know, whether that was at Virginia Tech, in the NFL. You know, I, I've always told my kids this. I feel like you learn so much more from your losses than you do your wins. And so, you know, I guess it's really not a loss if you're, you know, if you're taking it as a lesson and you're learning something from it. But that's probably one of the toughest ones. And I still sit back and think as I reminisce with, you know, one of my high school coaches, Jamie Frazier over here, you know, that's one that kind of still still burns in, in the pit of my stomach a little bit. But when you're teammates with guys like Daryl Tapp, James Anderson, you guys play against the competition you did in the Southeastern District, and then also Virginia Tech, that had to give you a lot of confidence as you went on your journey to the pros. Yeah, you know, anytime you play with great players, play against really great players, you know, it kind of propels you for that next step. Uh, you talk about some of those teams. I actually played in the Big East. And so you talk about some of those great Miami teams and Boston College teams with big offensive lines and Pittsburgh going against, you know, three Belitnikoff Award winners in a row um, at the receiver position, you know, it kind of lets you know, like, man, I can, you know, I, I might can do this on Sundays. Um, and, you know, from there, it's just it's just hard work, head down, and just trying to keep working and getting better. 757 is a brotherhood. I mean, you get to the NFL and you're playing with a guy named Michael Vick who, you knew he was pretty special because 757 breeds athletes, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I can remember trying to figure out if it was going to be Virginia Tech or Florida State and watching Mike Vick and Virginia Tech go against Florida State, you know, the national championship, you know, to me, that was a no-brainer. I get to stay kind of somewhat close to home where my mom can still make it to games, but, you know, still get to play on that big stage. Last two days for your time. What are you most thankful for or grateful for from your journey from Deep Creek to Virginia Tech and all the years you excelled in the NFL? I guess just all the support. You know, I think that's probably been, the, you know, the, the number one constant is just just all the support from from from, from everyone from, from the time I played middle school football on up. And lastly, D'Angelo Hall is done playing, but I know you're still involved in the game. Just took an assistant job with the Carolina Panthers. Give me your thought on that as you make the transition from uh, playing to coaching. I'm sure you'll get the advice of guys like Jamie Frazier, David Cox, and others, huh? Yeah, and Coach Cav, too, one of my old VTech coaches. Um, but, you know, just just enjoying the process. You know, I'm so early in the process. We haven't even been on the grass yet. You know, but just really, as much as I know from 14 years of playing, it's still a wealth of knowledge. Me and Mike London was just talking about, you know, Jim Caldwell was on our staff and Dom Capers and guys he's coached with um, that I now get a chance to kind of, you know, steal some of their wisdom along the way. So many memories and great times here in the 757. Congratulations, D'Angelo Hall. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. So that was D'Angelo Hall, the former Washington shutdown corner, Atlanta Falcon, Virginia Tech Hokie, and of course, Deep Creek Corner with us as we celebrated the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame induction. He among the nine in that great class last week with Bob Rotans, Joe Montgomery, Sheila Trice Myers, uh, Jerry Ratcliffe, Jimmy Laycock. Can't forget about Ryan Zimmerman, uh, Francina McCrory. I'm probably leaving somebody out, but that was just a star-studded class last week here as it is 757 Saturday Sports Talk. And we'll take a timeout. You'll hear from one of the Hokies' rivals. He didn't play against D. Hall. Would have been fun to see this guy go up against him. But Sean Moore, who was the ACC Player of the Year and quarterback for the Cavaliers back in the 90s, also played for the great Husky Hall when he played hoops at Martinsville. That's coming your way in Hour 2 on 757 Saturday Sports Talk, brought to you by Larry King Law as we roll on on this final Saturday of April 
on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.